Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber, the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who wishes he was a dog, and the other who also wishes the other one was a dog. <laughs> um, I kind of, some days it would be nice to be a dog. My dogs spend all the day sleeping and chewing. Oh, yeah, chewing a little bit, but just like napping. They're so peaceful. Unless you're an old lady down the road who wants to go outside, then they will let me know. Could be boring. Have you ever slept all day? Yeah, but How many fact- days in a row could you sleep all day? Ooh. One. Yeah. That's not in a row, two. Yeah. <laughs> By default, two. Um, I'm Sebastian of the United States of World America, the pro-dog nation at the table. And I am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, what we do is we run a virtual nation on a nation simulator, nationstates.net, and we deal with the issues that are cost our nations each week while trying to stay true to our own political leanings. Some of them are dog-related. Some of them are dog-related. Mine is not. I'm going to go first this time, though, because mine You involves- always want to go first. Andrew's going first. <laughs> I'm going first. <laughs> No, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> the problem is when Andrew goes first and I fuck with him, he gets revenge on me in the same episode, you see? Oh, no. <laughs> Consequences. <laughs> While <laughs> parking your car for a short press conference to pander to families in Andropolia City, you are besieged by citizens and cops fighting over parking tickets, of all things. All sides seem unusually passionate about the topic, and you are being increasingly surrounded by an angry crowd. These deadbeats think that if they neglect to pay their tickets for a few months, we'll just forget all about them, rants police chief Rosalia Grosswiener, while pushing aside some irritated motorists. Well, they're wrong. The government needs more severe penalties to make an example of these criminals. After all, misparked cars obstruct the flow to normal traffic and annoy everybody. Quite right. Hike up the fines, even take the cars away from the people that refuse to pay for their crimes. And sell them to people who won't commit Crimes. Then punks will know to respect my authority. Uh, okay, that's a very aggressive response to something Ag- that is... Aggressive, but righteous. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure if, if saying, okay, double penalties, super penalties, because you didn't uh, pay a fine is, is entirely necessary. But no, I mean, it works for Australia. <sighs> Unfortunately, and every other government for that matter. Number two of three options. You know the real reason we have to pay so many unpaid tickets? Why we have so many unpaid tickets? They are already too damn expensive, fumes Agnes Nahasapima Petalon, one of your city's poorest citizens. How can someone who barely makes enough to eat possibly pay for a parking ticket? One ticket sets me back a half a month and a rich guy only a minute. 
Tickets have to be proportional to people's income. The Norwegian... Uh, yes, uh, the Norwegian way. Response. Do it. Then the punishment would actually fit the crime. No. Because the severity of your crime is not dependent on your income. But the severity of the punishment is not equal. Why? You committed the same crime. If you mispark a car just because you make more money... Yeah, no, no. She's not saying that the crime isn't equal. She's saying that she is proportionally punished greater than a person who earns more money committing the same crime. So you're punished for making more money? Yeah. No. I mean... No. I mean... No. It should be. No. I, I feel like... No. As soon as you earn more than a million dollars, you should... Death, why? Death, death sentence. Why? I mean... Why, why, is, why is that the... Why is that the... The cutoff? Oh, because I said so. All oh, right, I yep. see. Yeah. Sorry, I missed that part. Yeah, no, don't worry. Just don't earn more than a million. No, that's that's misguided to do it that way. <clears throat> and number three, how about we, the citizens of Andropolia, finally get a break for once? Complains Dave Thiessen. Finally, parking in a in a public fountain and splashing everybody nearby, yourself included. It's not fair to make my kids wait five minutes just to find an acceptable place to park. Let's just get rid of all these silly tickets once and for all. After all, who's to say? where is or isn't a logical place to park. Mm. In France, specifically in Paris, they do not enforce uh, parking parking spots. If you fit your car into a place and you're not obstructing traffic, that's perfectly acceptable. How does that work to, for France? To do that. I don't think they, they have any traffic issues. The handbrakes. <laughs> no, that's actually there is a thing. I wasn't just sebbing that. Oh, so, you, so so anybody so if you, you park in a driveway, car. you just you just push it out of the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah um, interesting. Like for real though, I wasn't. I'm, I'm probably not no, no, joking. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Good. I'm trusting you on that one. Yeah, so that seems like a, like a very you know. And their cars also have five gears in reverse. No, that's the Italians. No, that's the French. No, Surrendering the, the and retreating is the French way of war. The Italians just retreat. No, the Italians swap sides. The French run away. It's completely different. <laughs> one is betrayal and one is cowardice. <laughs> They're very different. Now, I'm inclined to dismiss this issue because I don't think doubling down on the penalties is, um, is right. But at the same time, um, I'm sure... That at, at least I hope for the sake of uh, this issue that uh, you know the parking restrictions are clearly labelled people knew exactly what they were doing they took the risks nonetheless to park wherever they are they took the liability that they would be fined so when the fine is issued they are responsible for paying it sure if you assume that the system as it is works fine then that's, that's the assumption you have to make yeah, yeah. yeah. there we go Perfect. Dismiss? No, not dismiss. I'm going oh, to sorry. to issue the the first one that they haven't paid them. So by not paying them, they're going to have their vehicles. You know, after you know having an appropriate time to to pay them, uh, three months, whatever yep. the, whatever the case is, their cars will be impounded or extra fines imposed for for not having to do it. I don't think that's that's right. And fines should be a municipal issue, not a federal issue. Or, or a national issue like like they are uh, but people have come so there's going to be a response to it yep and absolutely we're going to assert personal responsibility the way the way it's always done in Andropolia I would sell all the land in the first place so oh, there's, yes. so there's no government you know so everything is privately owned and people would have their own arrangements for how it's parked and what you're inconveniencing that would be a matter for the courts if you ever have a problem with somebody doing that all right 
So the police double as repo men in Andropolia. Great. Classic. Andropolia has been reclassified from a capitalist to a capitalist paradise. Yeah, there we go. We bounce back yeah. between them fairly often. The Andropoli Sentinel reports impregnated by aliens. Our facts will shock you. Streets cleaner, less dangerous. Clothing retailers look forward to bumper season and family groups support drug crackdown. Ooh. Why drug crackdown? I don't know, but it's good for safety, uh, which is up 2%. Ah, Social conservatism up 4.5%. Authoritarianism up 2.5%. And rudeness up a half. Lifespan, funnily enough, up half a percent. We're above 41 now. You did it. Creeping up. As far as the downtrends are concerned, pacifism down 2.5%, ideological radicality down 3 compassion down 3 oh, down 4 sorry, and niceness down 4.5%. Interesting. We are down to just above one smile per day on average. That's and you'll notice sad. that Seb didn't even mess with you at all because How now he's going to go and he oh, didn't want any revenge. No, because it was a non-issue. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm going to fuck you up, it's going to be like, for real, like <laughs> with a nuke or something. Not that I've oh, done that. That's an example so. pulled out of the air. Glad that I'm so so worthy of your time, Seb, that you would only consider <laughs> completely <laughs> destroying <laughs> me as worthy of your time. My issue is called made to order. Increasing numbers of families find that they have very little time for their children, with both partners often working very long hours. A possible solution lies with the big topian immigrants who are clamoring to make money in world America. Who would have been who would be more than happy to work as maids and nannies as well, uh, sorry for well below the typical salary that world Americans would consider a living wage. Mm-hmm. So, do we take migrants and underpay them to do menial tasks? Mm-hmm. The the issue, option one. We will shop and serve and clean and cook, please, Victorian maids, pretty. Oh, you only get one name. Cool. Um, kneeling before you with a head bowed. We earn much more here than at home even if you pay us half what local workers get. We don't want any voting rights. We don't want citizenship. Please, boss, let us work here. Ah, the Singaporean method. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how do you feel about that, Andrew? If they're willing to come in and they don't want anything special from the government and they're even happy to set their own wages in that sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No minimum wages uh, for a start. Well, I mean, like, oh, I, I'm um, going to have minimum wages. If it hasn't come up already, I will enforce that in general. Why? But I'm just saying, like, how do you feel There's, about that, that option of them coming in and undercutting citizens? Uh, that's fine. Yeah, no issue? Okay. That's, I'm just, just curious. No, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a problem in the sense that if you're... Okay, most immigrants usually come in under the blanket of the welfare system somehow. And that's why you need... That's largely why you need border controls, right? If you don't have a welfare system, that means these people are coming here off their own back for whatever reason. And as long as they can support themselves, they shouldn't be restricted from entering on those grounds. Yep. Okay. Option two. And why would you impose a minimum wage, essentially price them out of the market, when they're telling you, we're here because it's better for us to be here than... Where, where we than where we grew up. They'll be making more money here than they would at home, but it was stated that they're also not making a livable wage here. So I'm assuming our cost of living is higher than where it is in Bigtopia. So even and though they're making they more com- money... And yet they're like, coming here. Uh, because we're better than Bigtopia. That's their choice to make. Yeah. And then by imposing a minimum <laughs> wage, you're saying, well, you don't get that choice either. But that option wasn't. That option was saying that they want to work yeah. for less. Well, they want no, to work I'm and have I'm criticising you for wanting to impose minimum wages. Everyone's making a million dollars a minute from now on. This is American way. Why? 
Uh, inflation's a fun word. Is that not how that works? No? It's a dangerous word. Yeah, it's fine. If you happen to be in Germany a hundred years ago. Or in the Hindenburg in general. <laughs> that's the kind of inflation we're talking about of Zeppelin. Oh, of course, yes. That's the German reference you meant, we're right? We're literally that's talking about inflation absolutely. like a balloon. Yes, that's what I'm talking for about. For children. Everyone makes balloons for work. Option like two. clowns. Yes. In charge of balloons. I have to say, I'm a little uncomfortable with this, worries Paulatina Hackett. Avowed liberal and middle class working parent scratching at Igzmira under a mushkola. We're talking about underpaid servants of foreign ethnicity, often all women. Our children will be told these people are servants to be ordered around. Doesn't that worry you? Let workers come by all means, but be sure that they have strong employment and citizenship rights with a solid minimum wage. To be honest, if you create Uh-oh. these conditions, world American men and women oh, no. will want these jobs too. So it's saying if you up the standard of those jobs, you're probably going to get a lot of internal, like people that are actually racists going for them anyway, which will fill a gap. But I mean, I guess it's that's people that are already employed shifting to different employment in theory and people that aren't employed considering employment. I mean, both aren't necessarily bad in that pitch, I guess. No, but whenever you set a floor on the price of something you immediately price some people out of the market. You take away that choice for some amount of people. Yep. There are two more and options. I don't think that's a good thing, to take choices away from people. Yeah. I, I I don't fully disagree with where you're coming from at all. Don't get me wrong. I just want to see what the other options are because I, sure. I feel like one is yes and one is yes with a cost. <laughs> Option three. So we need people to do the menial jobs that frankly are beneath us, muses General Nguyen, staring thoughtfully out the window at the horizon. Well, why bother with servants? There's a multitude of nations out there that have barely any military strength with populations ripe for the reaping. Let's gather some slaves. Oh, so Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are they doing with their time anyway? Living? How dare they? They can live on my clock. Yeah. <laughs> you have the military. I don't have a military. I don't know what he's talking about. He might just be the military. Yeah. It's just him. Just send him to go <laughs> get go, some slaves. Go get your slaves, new one. <laughs> Idiot. Final option. It's a crying shame we have to look overseas to find women who remember their place isn't a home. <laughs> Moan's perpetually single 45-year-old Ludwig Trudeau. <sighs> the women of our country have gotten too uppity and independent. Discourage women from working by doubling their income taxes and don't even let girls <laughs> into school. That'll take us back to the good old days when a man was king of his own house and a woman knew her place as a servant. Then we uh, won't need dirty foreigners looking after our kids. Seb, if you had your own castle... (laughs) Go on. Would you you select that option just to make every other man in Seb-America feel like a king in his own castle? Andrew, there can only be one king. (laughs) Feel like a king, not be a yeah, king. Yeah, but I'm the king. Let's be clear, I'm the king. Um, between actual realistic options, this one's a bit of a funky one because I think there is merits to options one and two. I think we can say whether you agree with them or not, they're the two realistic options on the table. Sure. Um, I, and I know How many options are there? Four. I'm going to spend four veto points and you're going slaves. Really? Wow. Yes. Zane, I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. That is... Uh, I mean, like, I'm, I'm the one that's going to retaliate. Andrew's, I mean, <laughs> you can reason with him. I don't think I can reason with either of you. I just Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I want to see what happens, you Yeah, know? that's fair. No, no, um, so option four, slaves. I mean, really, oh, oh, sorry, so sorry, sorry, no, no, no. Option, so slaves, the one where we take people from other countries. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was about to do the castle one. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's that's my second least option. Least favorite option. That's better than me taking away all the women's rights. Oh. Oh, shit. No, yeah, it's just the rights of foreigners. <laughs> Slaving over a hot stove to cook the family dinner isn't something metaphorical in world America. I've been reclassified from a left-leaning college state to inoffensive centrist democracy. Ooh. Inoffensive. Inoffensive. <laughs> <laughs> Policy enacted. Slavery. Um, wow. Several Sam, why are you... I'm really disappointed that you're so pro-slavery. I've got several <laughs> postcards, the slumming one, the, tri- oh the trickle-down one, uh, conveyance, dunes, uh, nice for some. What happened to us? We used to be a nice club of people who oh, talk shit. about- Sorry, you're right, sorry. Um, <laughs> government institutes slavery solves labor problem. Hooray. Mining company ready to rip, two stabbed in parking dispute, family to applaud return to decency, all women waits in vain for help. Now, guys, what if I told you all of my shitty industries went up like all hell? Would you be surprised? Wait, I'm going to do this in reverse order because it's much more impressive. Everything is huge. Okay. I'm going to just start in the double digits because there's a lot of big increases. So charmlessness and weaponization up 17%. Agriculture up 18%. IT 21% as was social conservatism. Uh, insurance up 23%, pizza delivery up 28 corruption up 29 defense forces up 35 gambling up 38 crime up 67 Slavery is good for the economy, including criminal economy. Oh, I haven't broken my stride yet, Zane. <laughs> Average income of the rich up 83 because I guess they're not they paying anything. Slaves. That's the end of my double-digit rises. Let's go into my triple-digit rises. Wealth gaps up 316%. Black market up 352%. Now let's move into our four-digit rises. Wow. Industry, furniture restoration up 5,026%. Industry, beverage sales up 8,640%. Now let's go into our five-digit rises. (laughs) The final up, trout fishing, 12,588%. That's a real weird decision you made, Seth. Yeah. Um, As for the downs, they're not great. Not without its benefits, though. Let's let's be fair. No, I mean, the trout fishing is great. We import lots of trout from World America. Uh, Tourism down 24%. People are scared to come here because we, they might just be kept here. They might be impressed into your military or some <laughs> other industry. Yes. Safety down 27%. Average income of the poor down 57 Health down 70 Income quality down 76 Now, I'm going to call this like it is. There were some surprisingly good results in there. 
I'm actually Who knew that there was a reason that slavery existed and still exists. I'm actually just furious that my black market went up 352. I mean, yes, I mean that's the problem. To be fair though, like I'll show I'll show you my my black market chart. Like it went yeah. up, but it's fuck all still. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the 300 increase. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. no, it's not. It's fine. Yeah. And I suppose my lifespan did go down. In terms of the black market, Seb, there have been darker times in Seb America. There definitely have So been. at least you're absolved there. That's fine. It's not the worst black market that Seb America has ever seen. I thought my lifespan went down. Oh, yeah, lifespan went down 3%. So that's not great either. What's weird is my primitive just went down. I thought with all the untrained yeah, slaves- you've got so much labor force now. Yeah. You can do literally anything. The pyramids. Well, that's why I figured I'm bringing in an unskilled workforce. I figured my primitive rating would go up because I'm bringing in people that are, I'm not saying because they're foreign, they're unintelligent. Oh, but primitiveness I think went down. Down, that's what I mean. That's why I'm surprised because I thought we were bringing in like the scraps that no one else wanted. If you're not counting them as people, Seb, well, they're not going to make it into the statistics. <laughs> that's true, our census doesn't recognize them. They actually count as a pet. Well, <laughs> well that's a surprising result. Zane Australia. Has an issue. Oh, good. You haven't gone yet. Excellent. <laughs> the at issue. least, at least, Seb, you're not a misogynist. That's hey? <laughs> you know what's weird? I think I'm happier about that. It's <laughs> tough. But to be to be fair, I think that that option would have had a lot more negative consequences than the slavery did. Except now that you are a slaver. Um, my issue is called size matters. Historically, the broad international consensus has always been to use the Max Cater projection to depict the world on flat maps. The downside is that this proje projection makes Australia look disproportionately small, as well as tucking it away on the edge of the map. After a recent TV drama made this a hot topic, disgruntled patriots are pressing me for a government stance this on is this issue. Interesting. Yeah. Does anybody know the TV show that brought this up? No. The West Wing. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. There's a website I can... Oh, you look it up yourself. But um, where you can select all the countries individually on a map. Yes, a and true, true size or something yes, like that. Yeah. And drag them up and you can see how big yeah. they are compared to other nations. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I think the, the way the globe works, countries expands, on the southern hemisphere tend to be... No, it expands countries towards the pole out. The yes. Mercator projection maintains... Uh, longitudinal distances, right, at the sacrifice of latitude yep. Um, yep. to do that. But so it basically makes Canada look a lot bigger than Canada actually is. And Australia and are a lot smaller yeah. than it actually In is. In order to present the globe on a rectangular yeah. surface. Yes. Yeah. Option number one. An international standard is good for international trade and communication, <laughs> explains Agatha Wiener, director of bulk exporters specialising in beige sofas and magnolia paint. We should therefore be encouraging standardization. I urge you to endorse the Max Cater projection as the official choice, bringing us in line with the reasonable majority of nations. This will show the world that we are a nice, inoffensive, conformist nation, the sort of nation they can do business with. I think she's a pushover, and you should change your globes to like star shapes or something, like three dimensional stars. <laughs> Just and flat Earth. I'm hoping it's coming up. Option number two. So Australia is at the centre of the world culturally and economically, observes the Australian Geographic Society President Daniel Dovey. 
tearing up a little as he salutes the flag. Thus, we should be at the centre of the map, ban the Max Cater projection in our schools and businesses, and have them use this map instead. I call it the leader view, a proud map for a proud nation. I mean, there's no objective no. centre of the universe anyway. However you want to display the earth, the yeah. globe. I mean, usually in the in the Mercator, like Africa's in the centre yeah. because England's right above it. Yeah. <laughs> so you just move that 180 yeah. degrees and... and most people wouldn't even notice. Option number three. Uh, it's totally true that changing maps changes perceptions, uh, but you can't get caught up in toxic patriotism, argues walking cliche hippie environmentalist Julia Levy as she braids beads into her hair and leans a guitar covered with painted flower patterns against my desk. If you want people to see the world without political distortions or man-made borders, you need globes. Send globes to every classroom in the school. Okay. Every that'll, classroom that'll be expensive. in every school, perhaps? Mm-hmm. And teach children that they are citizens of the planet. Dude, this isn't a game of nation states. It's <laughs> a world commune of pan humanity. That's that this is the exact pitch I gave when I changed the nation to World America. <laughs> yeah. You should vote you should go for this person. It's it's probably a, it's probably a World American spy. What? What? Are you, are you saying that you're oh okay. Interesting. He's yeah. admitting to espionage. <laughs> Can't help that my people like to spy. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a spy agency. But people just spy for us. <laughs> uh, so that, yeah, those are the options. Can you just shorthand? Oh, that's again? it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so international standard. So just like go with the Max Cato. It doesn't matter. Or uh, so put Zane, publish a map with Zane Australia Center. Or like just use globes, man, and send globes to all the schools and say that we're on a globe. I can sense you want to dismiss this. Because it is a rubbish issue. It is rubbish. With no real consequences. Um, I mean, I would probably just go option number three because Australia is about inclusiveness. But like... I mean, a globe is the most accurate way of looking at it comparatively. Correct. Like, sure. Okay. Option number three, unless there's any vetoes coming my way. No, because they're all stupid. Yeah, I'm going to veto number three and the dismiss option. Really? Why do you like three out of reference? Yeah. Okay. Why, do, why don't you like three? It's because, because it's Zane, the one that I was Zane going to pick. It. Exactly right. I, I considered it for the same reason, but I'm going to save it for where he really hates another option rather than when he does it when he just likes one. Okay. Um, well, so what are your options again? One and two. What are they though? Uh, okay. So agree with the Max Cater, so the the standard. Yep. Or put out a new map that would say Australia. It's a very Russian move. Number two. I would just go the first one. And okay, the, the, I'm the going way to go, of, number one. Yeah. Just go like, this is the standard. Yep. We don't really care. All right, I'm vetoing that one too. Okay, well, I'll go option You're wasting so many veto points on this non-issue. <laughs> Still ahead of you, Seb. <laughs> I guess uh, Zane Australia's in the centre of the map. Wow. What a... Let's how, see. What are you? <laughs> many believe the leader's head is big enough for the sun to orbit around it. <laughs> Our family groups applaud return of decency. Uh, chess tournament ends in violent brawl. My defense forces are up 100%. Interesting. What? Authoritarianism up 1.5. Social conservatism 1.4. Income inequality 0.08. Um, with ideological radicality and safety also up a little bit. Biggest down is inclusiveness at 0.96. You monster. <laughs> the other downs all 
significantly lower than that even. Uh, wealth gaps, uh, crime, civil rights, uh, or obesity, employment. Uh, so yeah, all less than 1%. So no huge things except the defense force up, which is weird. Weird or a map and change. unintentional. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, do you want to compare defense forces? Certainly. <clears throat> Actually, that's a very interesting one. I Mine what... went up after the whole slave thing, so that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to increase your defense forces. To, oh, yeah. It's okay. I went from, I started with negative 5.4. I got to the lowest point of negative 8.4 and I'm back on negative 5.5. So, for the record, even with slaves, I still have negative military. <laughs> And I'm literally, for the first time, actually accurately can say this, using somebody else's military as my own. <laughs> uh, Zane Australia started off at 1,474 uh, in the total war preparedness rating. Very quickly dropped down to its all-time low at negative 7.75. That was pretty much where we stayed right up until about... October last year when we went up to negative 6.32 and now we are on our high of two years at zero. So oh even after my slaves, you've got zero. More, yeah, but I'm on negative 5.5. No, you're using other people's military. I have no military. <laughs> that is, I still don't get how I got negative military. I don't know what it means either. I still think it means I owe like a few tanks I, to no, other I honestly, people. So your preparedness rating, so you are less likely to be prepared for a uh <clears throat> for a, for in foreign invasion. Yep. And yep. to be fair, if they come I just don't negotiate, take the first deal and surrender. <laughs> so it's pretty good. Andropolia interestingly started the game at uh, just over 1250. Um quickly I, reached its all-time high at like 1300 and then dropped and in a series of steps has dropped down to its current all-time low level of negative 3. Oh, interesting. I've never been out of the negatives, which is weird. Right. And you, I'm surprised you've dropped down that low because you weren't against the military. Were you? Oh, no, you wanted private stuff anyway. Yeah. I'd say, oh, well then. Yeah, security good. is entirely private. In, in fact, it's been, in essence, nationalized with everybody being able to own a firearm. Yeah. Thank you for restricting my You're very defense welcome. capabilities, gentlemen. Make invading you easier. Okay. I mean, it's politics, Andrew. <laughs> Okay, this has been a new world order. You can find us on social media. You can find us on Patreon where you will get a bonus episode for every four that we put out here. This next one's probably going to be spicy because now Seb has slaves. I've got I've got reasons to attack both of you now. Yeah. Cuz oh wait, did I get revenge on Andrew yet? Kind for of. For what? <laughs> for messing up my death penalty thing you both did until yeah. next time I've been Zane Web, the national chancellor of Zane Australia twirling forever towards the future I've been your boy who can do a bicycle kick in Mortal Kombat with Sebastian slaves on the world America it's open for business with slaves and I've been Andrew Schosser the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia imploring you all carte blanche sans plume till next time gentlemen Steve D is a multi-award-winning tabletop game designer, and he wants you to be one too. Every Tuesday he presents Lansing with Myself, a five-minute dive into the ins and outs of freelance game design and working as a creative, derived from his 20-plus years in the industry. 
Being both poor and disabled, Steve takes a particular look at how those who find themselves extremely limited in the time, money, and energy they can bring to bear can still be making games. As a famous cartoon rat observed, anyone can cook, or in this case, make board games. Get started today with Lansing with myself every Tuesday on the That's Not Canon Network. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.